Do you want to become a better songwriter? Well, we created a very simple 10-minute songwriter personality test, and it's going to help you better understand who you are as a writer, and it's going to help you in the writer's room when you're writing with other writers, because you're going to be able to identify what kind of writer they are, maybe even have them take the songwriter personality test. If you're curious and you want to take the songwriter personality test today, just visit songwriterpersonalitytest.com or go to the link on the writingworship.co website. Brave Worship, episode 52. You're listening to the Brave Worship podcast with Chrissy Nordhoff and Mary Beth Dodd. Brave Worship is all about encouraging women to write, lead, and live worship. Sitting here with Bulletproof Coffee. Yep. And? Vera's Cookies. Vera's Cookies. They're legendary. They are. Every week at small group, Vera brings cookies. She does. And every week there's leftovers because she makes a lot of cookies. And every week, Tatum eats cookies for dinner on Sunday nights when it's small group. That's all he'll (laughs) eat. And he calls her cookies. He does? (laughs) Yeah. Well, he can say Vera now too, but yeah. So we have some here. That's why that's been brought up. We have some in yeah, the podcast room. at me right now. We have cookies and a special guest. Yeah, we have a very special guest. Uh, a longtime friend, or maybe, let's see, I don't know how many years. A medium-time friend. Medium-time <laughs> <laughs> A medium-time friend, yes. That's a good way to put it. Um, but he's been involved in Christian music for a long time. Um, and we wanted to introduce you to him today because we feel like he's doing some amazing things we want to share with you. So, dun, 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 dun. Wisdom Moon! Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to our crazy podcast. Yes. This You've... is like a bucket list for me. <laughs> what? Yeah, I've been like fasting and praying that I would get on Brave Worship. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, for about like... Well, the fast, the fast is over. Have a cookie. (laughs) Vera's cookies are yours. But seriously, it's an honor to be here. Thank you. It's an honor to have you. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming. I know we should have taken podcast lessons from you, actually. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe we did. Maybe we did. Yeah, maybe you don't know. I mean, maybe we should have said, how should we start this podcast? We probably should have said that, actually. Instead of cookies. (laughs) Not with cookies. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, we definitely entertain ourselves, I guess. That's what happens when you grow up out in the middle of nowhere with no TV. (laughs) With no TV, right? With no TV, yeah. Yeah, you have to create other ways, and so you make stuff up. That you do. Yeah. But we wanted to hear a little bit from you today, not only just about what you're doing currently, but a little bit about your background and, and where you come from and... Yeah. And family and what you've done in the past leading up to what you're doing today. So would you mind sharing with us like just a little yeah. bit of your story? Sure. Um, your husband, Eric, and I banter about this a lot. I'm Korean. <laughs> yes, so, you are. We're yeah. related. We just established that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was actually born in Seoul, South Korea, and my family moved um, to the States when I was nine. So kind of talking about like... Um, being raised up in the middle of nowhere. Like when I was growing up in Korea, we had like an outhouse and um, there was like seven of us sleeping in one room. No way, (laughs) really? Yeah, we just all slept on the floor and we would, we didn't have like central air heating. So we burned like coals under 
the floor to keep wow. the floor in the winter. And that sounds like our family. <laughs> yeah, so. we had a wood stove, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah we would um, go. This is kind of disgusting, but we, would go. <laughs> we, we love, love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> My dad, because I'm actually the youngest out of five kids, and I'm the only boy. So my dad would take me to the public. Bath like once a month, we would pay to take a bath in this like public bath place because we didn't have a bathroom at home. You know, was it was it a shower or you actually shared bath water? And that's the big yeah, question. It was both. Oh, so <laughs> thinking about, but that's all we knew. Yeah, right, yeah, that was right. normal to us. Uh, so yeah, grew up in a very poor you know country at the time, and then, yeah, uh, we moved to California like. Um, the San Jose area, which is now Silicon Valley, which uh, is a whole different area now than when we moved there. Like, we were one of the few Asians. Now, like, the Asians are majority. In wow. Town, which is really ironic because I dealt with a lot of racism growing up there. Did um, you really? Yeah, in school. And, yeah, so it was a, very much a culture shock for me to come to a country where I didn't know the language. And then, yeah. you know, people were like, the kids at school were making fun of me every day. And so, mm. yeah, I, uh, I was already like a really shy kid, but mm-hmm. it made me even more shy and mm. uh, um, be more secluded. And so, you know, I grew up a lot of times uh, sleeping on the pew, the back pew of a church wow. uh, while my mom and like her friends were praying like all through the night. And um, so, you know, I grew up in a very interesting home because my dad was an atheist. Uh, wow. So okay. Like a, a lot of tension in the home because of that. And right. His parents were actually Buddhist and they lived with us. So, um, wow. Yeah. We had a lot of, you know, just conflicting, you know, messages. Mm-hmm. And, um, but my mom was as a prayer warrior. So she was praying for her whole family every day. And my dad eventually, like, years and years later became a Christian. Um, wow. And me and like all my sisters are Christians and yeah. So cool. that's kind of my story. So <laughs> wait, up. are you the only boy? Yeah. yeah. And how many sisters? Four? Older sisters. Yeah. You weren't spoiled, were you? <laughs> we just me. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we had three girls in our family growing up and uh, our brother's the baby. And he's spoiled. Yeah. So that's how we knew. They and he was extremely teased, so sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And we gave him a lot of makeovers. Tons. Oh, that, yeah, that I didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> I drew the line. <laughs> Lucky for you. Yes. We were like, just hold still. We're putting eyeliner on you. This is for your own good. <laughs> You're going to be fine. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Well, that's that's an amazing, interesting story. Where where are all your family members now? Are they still uh, all in the half U.S.? Are in Ohio, half are in California. Wow, and we're in Kansas City. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and you know, growing up, I was always told by my mom and like other people that I'm called to ministry, hmm. and that I'm supposed to like be in church ministry or whatever. And I always fought that because. I didn't want to do what they were telling me to do. <laughs> I wanted to like hear it for myself, you know? Yeah. Um, so in high school, I really felt the calling to ministry. And so I got involved in youth ministry um, at my school and then also um, did worship ministry at my church. And uh, about 1999-ish, uh, when like all the modern worship, you know, music was starting to take off, um, I 
got introduced to like you know artists like Daryl Evans and mm-hmm. Delirious, Sonic Flood, Matt Redman, and um, I really like became passionate about worship and became a worship leader at my church. And the first conference I ever went to was uh, I like paid for myself to go, and I flew down to San Diego. I wasn't even old enough to get a rental car. So I like, I, wow. I think I was like maybe three or four miles from the conference. I was at a hotel, but I like just prayed and believed that God would provide. And uh, a couple of guys that were going to the conference stayed at the same hotel and like they gave me a ride every day. Oh, wow. And, That's amazing. Yeah, it was a worship together conference. Um, so I, you know, saw like Matt Redman, Crowder, and Tomlin um, at that conference. And, um, that really like sparked a lot of you know passion in me to mm-hmm. uh, really mentor and train up other worship leaders and especially like youth worship leaders. Yeah. So you were leading worship at that point too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In California, at a church. What was your actual like position? Was that youth? Were you leading wor- worship for the youth, or was it? Yeah. The main like, sanctuary became an intern for the youth ministry. Mm-hmm. So my primary role was the, the developing the worship team for the youth ministry, and mm-hmm. then. Um, I actually became the youth pastor and then, um, at the same time I was still kind of leading worship for the adult service once in a while and training up youth worship leaders. Cool. That's amazing. Cool. So, um, when did all about worship come into the picture? Yeah. So actually it's like 13 years ago. Uh, I think this June will be 13 years ago. Um, and I didn't really have a plan to like develop like a resource for worship leaders, yeah. you know, like great worship, I'm assuming came out of like, okay, let's you know develop this thing, you know, as a resource. Um, for me, it was kind of like, oh, I, I love technology. I love gadgets. And somebody um, bought me uh, an iPod. I'm like, what was, what were those things called? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that was a while ago. Yeah. yeah. So somebody, I think my, it was my, in, my in-laws bought me an iPod for Christmas or something. And then I discovered podcasts hmm. and I discovered like, you know, different categories for podcasts. And at the time there was only like maybe a hundred like Christian podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were like two worship podcasts. And so I thought it'd be cool to just do a podcast for fun <laughs> and right. decided to just call it all about worship. I didn't have like a strategy behind it or anything. Uh, and my space was like the place to be at the time. Yes. <laughs> so like I started to just connect with other worship leaders on my space, had a page for all about worship and uh, my wife and I actually co-hosted it and we would just answer questions from worship leaders just like all over the world mm-hmm. and, um, it started to develop into something, um, two or three years into it, something, uh, more and started to like get the attention of like labels and artists and publicists. And so we would start to like get interview requests. And so, yeah, I got to do some, you know, fun interviews with different artists and songwriters and worship leaders. Um, and then did some like conferences and things like that. What were some of your favorite moments from that time? Like favorite interviews? Oh man, uh, I would have to say Kim Walker Smith before she was a Smith. <laughs> yeah, she um, she had posted on I think MySpace that uh, the story of like her brother getting sick, mm-hmm. 
Uh, and he was like throwing up and stuff and she was in his room taking care of him in the, in the middle of the night, she got so thirsty and she had this dream that she was like so parched. Hmm. So she took this big cup of water, like woke up and drank the whole thing. And then, um, woke up the next morning and realized that it wasn't water. It was vomit. <laughs> oh, How my could you God. accidentally do that? <laughs> she was so out of it, I guess. I was waiting that, for like healing or like, I, I thought this too. was going to be gonna like be real spiritual. Oh my real gosh. Spiritual. That is so funny. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of oh, unforgettable. Yeah. That's the funniest. So that's the top moment of all your podcasting. Is that what you just said? That's that, the pinnacle. Yeah. I mean, that's a memorable <laughs> interview. I was like, I can't believe I got her to talk about this. <laughs> that I would say that's a win. Yeah, that's a win. That is a win. I just can't imagine drinking that and not noticing. That's... Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Did she get sick after that? Uh, I don't think. So. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, <laughs> stomach of nails. <laughs> now we know something well, new about Kim Walker's. Yes, we do. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my god. So how? Okay, how did you end up from San Jose then to Kansas City? Or is that how it uh, yeah, went? so I was doing ministry in California, and then um, we moved to San Diego, did some ministry there, leading worship, doing youth ministry, moved to Atlanta, um, to, you know, church ministry there, and then um, it was just one of those things that we were praying, you know, what do we do next? And then we felt like we were supposed to move to Kansas City, um, and I was a part of the International House of Prayer for a few months doing, like, one of the programs full-time um cool and really felt like we were supposed to stay there and uh, really just um enjoy our time as a family there and it was it's a great place for young families too like it's a very like young developing area so mm. yeah we ended up staying there for seven years moved to nashville for four years and then just recently moved back there so so um as far as working in the corporate world, was Nashville really the first time you sort of dug into that side of things? Uh, no. So in Kansas City, when we decided to stay, like all I had known is ministry, you know, church ministry, mm-hmm. nonprofit ministry. Um, but when we decided to stay, I actually ended up um, getting a temp job. So I went through a temp agency and got a temp job. And my first job at this like health medical, like health screening company was scanning people's like medical questionnaires like it was the most boring job ever. i was waiting for another vomit <laughs> i'm like I'm what's like, gonna happen now what's he gonna say oh my god okay questionnaire not as bad as what i thought it was gonna yeah. be okay so i got some corporate uh experience uh, i started to um get promoted in that job and the account management and things like that Okay, I can't see you doing that so much. That's <laughs> awesome. But can you see us working in a factory? No. Well, we, we did. Both did. Really? Yeah. Wow. Our, our parents kind of made us. <laughs> <laughs> um, Generic pharmaceuticals for her <laughs> yeah. and furniture for me. Wow. I worked on the hemorrhoidal ointment line. <laughs> for real. <laughs> you might have used some of your products. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to tell that. <laughs> oh my gosh oh. yeah but 
Yeah, we certainly have had jobs that didn't really fit us, right? For sure. But yes. it all leads yeah. to the next thing, right? Yeah. It all leads to the next thing. So after the accounting work. By the way, I apologize if you lose listeners after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to just get that out there, yeah. right? That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, so after the accounting, which is totally does. I mean, I, I can see you. Maybe. I didn't do accounting. I oh, you account didn't? Management. Account. Yeah. Management. Okay. It's kind of all the same in my brain. Let's talk about your corporate experience. Numbers. Numbers. Typical Asian. Like, I'm horrible. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, but when you moved to Nashville, did you have a job? No. uh, No. Yeah, it was one of those other, like, you just jumped. And yeah, we were like, okay. Uh, I think we're supposed to move to Nashville, so we moved, or we basically said, okay, let's move, and, you know, we put our house on the market, um, and at that time, I was doing some um, work for different companies, like social media work, yeah, um, consulting, so Centricity Music was one of my clients at the time, and mm-hmm. uh, when I told them that I was moving to Nashville, they asked me to come on board, like, full-time to help launch their worship imprint, mm-hmm. worship. So I ended up doing that. And I think that's the time around the time I met you, yeah, right? Yeah. Because you were at the retreat. Yeah. 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 So we got to do that retreat together and, um, yeah, I did that, um, helped really like launch and grow central worship. Yeah. And, then- and that was when Lauren Dega was just starting out yeah. <laughs> and she set up my Instagram account. And then I remember <laughs> texting her once saying, do you remember my password? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but that was yeah. yeah, it was a nice beautiful season. Yeah. For centric worship, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, after that I went to Interior Music and I was like I want to work with Chrissy Nordoff. I know. <laughs> he was like Chrissy's at integrity. I got to go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sometimes you got to do it. And then meanwhile, you sold all about worship, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, and you went sort of full on with integrity and you started another podcast. Yeah. There. I was, um, I basically handed off all of our worship to our mutual friend, Dustin Smith. Mm -hmm. And then I had also developed, um, a resource called Kingdom Songs. um, Yeah, that's right. In like 2011, uh, passed that on to Michael Farron. Okay. Um, Yeah. And then at Integrity Music, I started the We Are Worship podcast, which is now, uh, Kind of like going full circle. <laughs> it's like partnered with All About Worship. So I like reached out to Dustin and I was like, hey, we should partner up together uh, on this podcast. So we ended up changing both of the podcast names into one and called it The Worship Podcast. Yes. So, oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's yeah. been chasing you. You can't get away from it. I know. You might try, but it's coming. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. Yes. But not too long ago, you actually left Integrity yeah. Music. And um, tell us what you're doing now. Yeah, I told him I didn't want to work with Christy anymore. So you were sick of me? <laughs> you were sick of me. And then I got you to help me with my marketing. Yeah, so, yeah back in uh, August 2018, uh, we felt called to really start our own marketing agency. My wife and I, um, she doesn't do like the day to day stuff, but you know, as you know, like when you're married, you're in it together, no matter yes, what you're doing. Yeah, so, sure. 
Yeah, so I have a marketing agency called Marketing with Wisdom. <laughs> and, Ironically. Uh, so I you know, work with a lot of artists, um, some labels, churches, helping marketing. Um, and just now, like starting to launch, um, we're really in the phase of launching um, a resource for indie artists called Indie Artist University. Mm-hmm. And it's really for Christian indie artists who are wanting to learn how to DIY their music career. So we're trying to really teach them all the practical, you know, sides of like what it takes to be an artist, everything from like publishing to um, songwriting to marketing, branding, all of that. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's a huge need. It is. And thank you for doing that because we get those kind of questions a lot. So we're going to send them to you. Yeah, that's right. We know where to send them. Yeah. Well, a lot has changed, like just in music culture, um, and is continuing to change. I mean, it's an ongoing. Like you yeah. just think you get a hold of it, and then things change again. Mm. And I, I can't keep up with it um, a lot of times. And so I, yeah. yeah so I've had you helping us yeah. um, even recently. So it's been amazing. Um, but I know there's more people that could probably use your help. So. And, and figuring out navigating like today's world, like mm. today, because almost literally day by day it changes yeah. to where now we do this, you don't do that, or you should do this, or you should put this and, you know, use these hashtags and then don't do as many now. And then you <laughs> yeah. do more. And yeah. then it's, it's like really complicated. Yeah. And, and it's really what, what used to be done in a corporate setting mm. is now having to be done on individual yeah. basis, right? Yeah. Publishing has opened up. Um, artistry has opened up. Mm. Everything. YouTube is a whole nother thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I was just meeting with an artist manager today um, who works with um, Christian artists. And, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking about just how important social media is, you know, for artists now and how, like, really that's the fan base that you have to cultivate. And yes. You have to, no matter, like, whether you like social media or not, you have to be there right. and engage with your fans. So. Yes. Now let's talk just for a moment about my social media account wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got you. <laughs> What's your personal opinion on the look I got going? <laughs> no, but remember when I started, it was like, I just was posting what I felt like mm. once a week yeah. or whatever. Right. Mm. So if that, yeah, <laughs> he he liked it all analytics on my stuff, and he'd be like, "So Chrissy," but I learned a lot from you. I learned a lot from going through the process. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got most improved on probably my graphics. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, I mean, I think what, I had to learn it. Yeah. <laughs> what we talked about is like how you're passionate about pouring into you know songwriters and worship leaders. And how, like, really it doesn't translate when you look at your social media accounts. uh, Because your social media was really, like, a personal use at the time. Right. Um, So we talked through, like, how do we position you as, you know, somebody who does care about songwriters and worship leaders that really wants to mentor them. Yeah. So we came up with a whole, like, content plan. um, Yeah. And created, you know, a strategy around that. So, um, yeah, I think we've seen a lot of, like, a lot more engagement from people yeah. and really people starting to see you as like the authority on worship songwriting, which is awesome. Well, and that's another thing you helped us with was the worship songwriter mentorship and the marketing. So 
every, you know, we were talking weekly there mm. for quite a while and um, sort of changing, tweaking until we came up with exactly the correct yeah. marketing plan. And it was actually awesome because I feel like it really helped us narrow and focus on what we really needed. But it it took us walking through that with mm. you to get to that place, yeah. you know, um, especially when it's a couple, a husband and wife and. We need a third party to vote. <laughs> yes. Just to make a democracy. Good idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so who are some of the people you're currently working with? Or can you share that with us? Um, Trump. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. Uh, Central City is actually uh, one of my clients. Um, so that's another full circle thing. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah. And several like indie artists were yes. some like. Really, strategy, you know, brand strategy, like on a month-to-month basis. Yeah. Uh, a fun one that, like, is totally outside of, like, my experience uh-huh. is this, like, boutique hotel in Kansas City. <laughs> it's owned by a Christian. Wow. He really uh, built this really, like, nice, unique hotel out of a desire to help marriages you know and cool so i've been able to like really help with the strategy around that and social media around that mm-hmm. um and yeah trying to think i have like That's 15 awesome. clients right now yeah that i'm currently working with and there's a lot of uh clients that like just come to us for different projects um, yeah so like multitracks.com is one of our clients that we're helping with right ep um marketing and uh, some clients will come and like just need like playlist pitching or mm-hmm. you know, social media strategy and things like that. So that's amazing. Yeah. So the marketing piece for you did that just kind of come naturally? I mean, yeah, it's something uh, I've kind of like self taught. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to school for it, and it just was one of those things that I just got super interested in and started to like just like absorb it, you know all the content. I yeah. Could, you know blogs and podcasts and videos and uh yeah i just developed a passion for it and to me like really marketing is about experimenting and continuing Mm. to like learn like what's working and what's not working um not just going by some textbook you know solution Mm -hmm. because like you said like it's always changing Mm -hmm. so uh, I try to really be always learning. You know, I'm, I probably have like 30 different podcasts I listen to, you know, like half of my wow. marketing and social media. That's amazing. So, yeah, I just enjoy it. And uh, I love like talking through strategy and uh, implementation, you know, with clients. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'd love to hear a little bit more about the um, Indie Artist University, just your vision for that yeah. and what you want to offer as resources and mm. how that's going to work. Yeah. I mean, since launching the agency, um, we've probably had like close to a hundred like indie artists just reaching out for help. And one thing that we've realized is, you know, indie artists have very limited resources mm-hmm. and, you know, limited budget, but they need a lot of help, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. uh, it was, you know, like I'm somebody that just loves to help people. So for me, it was hard to have to turn down certain people because like it just wasn't a good fit, you know? Uh, and so, like, I started to dream of, like, what if, you know, we had a resource that we can point people to um, instead of just saying, oh, we can't help you. We're not really sure who else can, you know. Right. Uh, so we decided to create 
a resource that, you know, we can point people to when they come to us. And hopefully it can really help a lot of people, Mm -hmm. um, even like across the globe. So it's not just, you know, U.S. or Canada, but uh, we want it to be helpful to any artist in Mm -hmm. any country. So we're Mm -hmm. talking about like all the fundamental things and making it really affordable for people. Um, And because most indie artists have full-time jobs or they're maybe like full-time stay-at-home moms, Mm -hmm. um, we're giving it in a way that they can consume the content. So it's not like overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So we're breaking it down into like, you know, eight or 10 minute videos um, and giving them like a PDF download to go along with it. So making it like super practical, Mm -hmm. um, talking about things like crowdfunding, like how do you, do a crowdfunding campaign, you know, how to, how do you think through your brand strategy? Um, so hopefully, you know, people will come out of like taking these courses with a lot more clarity and direction mm-hmm. with their career. Yeah. So they can purchase, is it like a course at a time yeah. kind of a thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and they can, you know, pick and choose the course. Yeah. What are some of the topics? Um, you, you named a couple, or I guess I should say categories. So, yeah. There'll be marketing. What else are you going to be offering? Yeah, marketing. Uh, so actually tomorrow we're doing a whole day of video shoots. Um, so we're doing one on like touring and booking. Like how do you do that cool. as an indie artist? Publicity. Like how do you do your own publicity campaign, you know? Um, and then I'm going to be doing one on branding, doing one on like cultivating your, you know, super fans. Um, and then we have one on A&R. Like how do you... A&R a project, how do you work with a producer? Um, and then we're going to have one on like, how do you, um, the title of it, the working title right now actually, um, is with Dustin Smith and, uh, the working title is how do you, how to get invited back into the writer's room. <laughs> so talking about like writer <laughs> etiquette, you know, like, yeah, uh, best practices and things like that yeah. as a writer. So, uh, really like my hope is to have like, at least 10 courses by end of March mm-hmm. that people can take. So, Yeah. And what about the songwriting side? Yeah. So we have a really awesome course. Wow. <laughs> called Worship Songwriting 101. Yeah. And it's actually uh, the first two sessions of eight sessions by this really amazing songwriter that you may not have heard of. I don't know. <laughs> I hope we have. (laughs) Yay. So, yeah, I thought, you know, it'd be really great to like give like an introductory course Mm -hmm. for people who maybe are totally new to worship songwriting and offer your, you know, a couple of sessions. Um, And then if they want to dive deeper, you know, we're pointing them to your course and your, yeah. your platform so that's yeah, awesome we're excited about that very cool. we're excited to partner with you i think what you're doing is very needed mm-hmm. and um very timely and like you said yeah we we have people too that are that come to us for those kind of questions and um you know we've sort of talked about um should we do the marketing piece should we do the production piece that's another question we get yeah. asked a lot should we do all these things and the beginning of this year um, we sort of scaled back a little bit on mm. everything that we were offering because, um, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's almost better to focus on our main strengths and then partner up with people like you, like what you're doing yeah. with them, um, and point people that direction for those type of questions and mm-hmm. 
expertise. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's like, it's such a cool time right now where people can do a lot themselves, but they don't know where to get started or how yeah. to get started, you know? Cause you kind of, you almost like personal branding thing is like, mm. it's not going anywhere anytime yeah. soon, you know? So, and it changes so rapidly right now with yeah. social and just everything else. So I think that's amazing that you're giving them guidance on where to start and, you know, how to be able to do that. So. Really yeah, cool. so even hotels could go take some courses. <laughs> yeah. Yes, this episode yeah. is for indie artists and hotel owners. <laughs> <laughs> and I love like collaborating. Yeah. Um, so like all these courses, like most of them aren't taught by me because mm-hmm. um, I believe like you know when you collaborate with other people, you can you know really create a better resource mm. for people. So yeah, I have experts teaching on different topics that they're you know. It's good. That's great. It's the Love best it. way to do it. And it's the way kingdom works, that it's healthiest, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. We love it's it. It's amazing. Okay. So if somebody wants to find out more about either Marketing with Wisdom or Indie Artist University, where do they go? They go to braveworship.com and then we'll redirect to my website. I'm going to work on that. The too. whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The whole thing. I'll hack into it. Whoa. (laughs) You probably know how to do that. (laughs) No. uh, So for the marketing agency, you go to marketingwithwisdom.com. And then for the online courses, just go to indieartistuniversity.com. And just for your listeners, we have a special code. You can use the code BRAVE for a special discount on any of the courses. Wow. Is it all caps or lowercase or what? Because that Uh, must be. Whatever your preference is, you know. Really? Yeah. You have a smart search box. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you for partnering with us. We're excited to get to share this resource with everybody. Yes. They're going to love it. I think it's going to be awesome for lots of people. So absolutely. Yeah. So use that code brave, right? For the coupon and um, indieartistuniversity.com. Yep. Easy enough. We got it. (laughs) You guys better not forget that. That's easy. Okay, well, thank you so much for sharing your heart and um, your background, your experience, and um, just kind of to tie us up, do you have any final words of advice for indie artists? Yeah, I think, um, you know, as you guys probably can see, like, there's more people releasing music, their own music, than ever before. Yes. Like, there's so many churches releasing and, you know, writing and releasing mm-hmm. their own music and so many, like, independent artists. And a lot of them don't even really have a desire to sign with anybody, which mm-hmm. I think is, it's a really exciting time right now. Mm-hmm. And I think really, you know, for me, um, the advice I try to always give is like, think about marketing before you record your project Hmm. and think about like what budget to set aside with that. And like really try to educate yourself on like the different aspects of releasing music. Um, I think a lot of in the artists think, okay, I'm going to record a single or a project and then put it on Spotify and iTunes. And then that's the extent of what they think through. Um, and today, because there's so many artists releasing music, there's also so much noise. Yeah. And so, like, to cut through the noise, you really have to have a strategy around your hmm. plan. You know, like, it can't just be, I'm going to put it on Facebook. <laughs> that right. just doesn't work, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would just really encourage people to, like, think through all of that beforehand. 
Um, and I think that's why like, even brand strategy is so important because mm-hmm. that really, you know, informs everything you do, you know, mm-hmm. from the music to social media to any kind of marketing that you do. So. That's awesome. Wow. Good. Good wisdom there. <laughs> wisdom. That's why we need you. Yes. <laughs> that's amazing. So do you guys want to eat these cookies or? Okay. okay. <laughs> We're going to do it. Except I'm supposed to be fasting today. Oh, okay. So you right. guys do it. All right. We'll, we'll take care of this. It'll be fine. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank great. you, Wisdom. God bless you. And we'll see you on Indie Artists University. You've been listening to the Brave Worship Podcast with Dove Award winning songwriter Chrissy Nordhoff and worship leader and music pastor Mary Beth Dodd. Visit braveworship.com forward slash free song and sign up for the email list to get updates on all the latest Brave Worship events, conferences, and retreats. Plus, get free songs to use in your next worship service, complete with chord chart and track. Also, find out how you can join Chrissy and Mary Beth in person at the next Brave Worship conference. Simply visit braveworship.com forward slash conference to learn more. The times I've grown most as a songwriter are the times I've had mentors showing me the way. If you're looking to grow as a songwriter, we're now accepting applications for our Worship Songwriter Mentorship. Now, it's available only a few times each year. The Worship Songwriter Mentorship is a songwriting intensive that will help you craft impactful worship songs. It's a course created by Dove Award-winning and Grammy-nominated, drumroll here please, (laughs) our founder, pro songwriter Chrissy Nordoff. It's a small group community, and it's led by other songwriters over the course of nine weeks. It's an intensive course and a small group co-writing environment, and that means you'll be added to a special group of about 12 writers, give or take. Each group is led by experienced songwriters, some of them my dear, dear friends, and I've even gotten to lead a group or two. Rachel here, by the way. We love the church, and we love to champion fellow worship songwriters just like yourself. In this mentorship, you'll learn how to write songs for you and your congregation, You'll go deeper in your intimacy with Jesus. You'll get the tools needed to help craft songs more easily and never run out of creative ideas. Okay, I know it sounds too good to be true, but trust me, this course is a game changer. You'll learn how to leverage your unique songwriting personality and connect with other like-minded writers in a meaningful way. Truly, I can't think of another course, group of people, community that has impacted my songwriting the way that this mentorship has. If you're wanting to take the next steps in your songwriting journey, then apply now at the link in our show notes. We hope to see you there.